I'm Logan Bishop from Belmont University. I'm Jackie Vetrano from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. And I'm Jenna Spinelli from Penn State. You're listening to Higher Ed Social, part of the Connect EDU network. Welcome to the show. We're back. It has been, I don't even know how long since um, I've recorded a podcast. Um, A lot has happened. COVID-19 happened and other things have happened and life was turned upside down for everyone. I've been afraid to like reach out to people and say, hey, let's talk because I have been the busiest that I have ever been in my entire life at Belmont. So some things were happening during this time. We weren't just kind of sitting there doing nothing with the show. Um, and I say we because um, I'd like to uh, reintroduce someone. Um, Jenna, she will be our new co-host of the podcast. Hey, Logan. Hey, everybody. Good to be back. So I uh, work for the McCourtney Institute for Democracy at Penn State, uh, where I host and produce another podcast called Democracy Works, but just can't get enough podcasts. So here I am. Um, and yeah, I'm, uh, I don't I know my job in, in, in higher ed is a little bit different in that um, I, I'm not working in admissions or, or alumni, although I, I did used to work in admissions at Penn State for, for several years. But um, I'm like kind of one step removed from a lot of that world now because I work a lot with, with faculty and with people that are just completely outside of, of the university. So I'm looking forward to like getting back into higher ed and hearing about what's going on in some of these places that I don't have as much of an ear to the ground to anymore. So... Yeah, looking forward to it. And I'm really glad that you're here. Um, because, I mean, I don't know. It's it's exciting <laughs> it's to, to have... It's hard to do a solo interview show to keep it going. Yeah. Y- yes. Um, especially since, you know, I'm full of Star Wars references and all this <laughs> kind of stuff. And I need someone to just stop me from doing that. And we also have another special guest with us today, too. Jackie. Oh, hey. Yes. <laughs> I didn't yes. know if you were saying, you said Jenna's name. I didn't know if you were going to say my name. Well, Hi, it's Jackie. Yes, it's Jackie. Um, and, you know, we just thought we'd have a little host episode. John was going to join us, but it looks like he's out with the kids right now. So um, he'll probably join us for a later episode um, uh, later on in the, in, the, in the future. But, yeah, new co-host, new breath of life, hopefully. Not that the show needed it. I mean, it's great. It's just we haven't recorded for two months. We're yeah, back. back at the top of the feed. That's all that matters. There it is. That's all that matters. No one's probably even going to notice we were gone. Um, or maybe they will. <laughs> I don't know. I've actually gotten messages well, time, from people. Time is moving simultaneously very fast and very slow. So really, for all these people know, this is the next week. Yeah, it's the next week. How are things going in you guys' world as far as this... COVID-19 stuff, coronavirus. I mean, it's it's definitely, I mean, changed the way we do everything. But I feel like things are starting to level out, maybe, you know? At least we're getting used to whatever the new normal is, whatever that is. 
um, at least where we are. How about you guys? Yeah, so I mean, I'm in a, a pretty rural area. I mean, I, I work at, at Penn State University, which is a college town, but campus has been empty since spring break. Um, basically, our students left for break and just didn't come back. So it's just been just really super quiet here. And um, we uh, just my county moved into the green zone um, just a couple days ago as, as we record this. So I got to go get my hair cut the other day, which was wonderful. Um, had our first socially distant outdoor dinner with friends. Um, so yeah, figuring out what that new normal is. Um, I also had the fun experience of pivoting a class that I teach online. Uh, it was a brand new course that I'd never taught before. Um, so I was just kind of figuring it all out as I went. And thankfully the students were really great and hung in there. Uh, now everybody's just kind of holding their breath, waiting to see what's going to happen for the fall. We literally are a company town. So like the entire local economy depends on whatever the university decides to do. So um, we should know by mid June, I think. So that's, we're just kind of in a holding pattern right now. I feel like yeah, um, feels the same. Well, on a personal note, my life has been turned upside down no matter what. Like I moved to a new house. I had to have my cat go through surgery and like also adjust to a new job. So it was like, this is just one more thing, really. Um, but working at a business school has been really interesting um, because we work on like a slightly different recruitment cycle for different programs, like our full-time program versus our um, executive or working professional program. So um, that's been really, really interesting to kind of keep trucking along versus um, my experience, you know, folks like Jenna, you and um, Logan working with undergraduate students, it's so different because it was like dealing with commencement and dealing with students leaving for spring break and maybe not coming back. Whereas I'm like still trying to recruit people to start a program in October, in the fall, in February. Like it's it's been a really interesting um, time. I mean, the first the first thing we did when everybody kind of started going home was immediately scrubbing all of our automated emails that were like, hey, the best way to learn more about us is to come visit us. It's like, do not do that. Like, do not <laughs> do not do that. Um, so it uh, it's it was pretty interesting. I definitely did that with the Belmont website too, just scrubbing the campus visit mm -hmm. stuff mm. um, and also helping admissions with virtual campus visit stuff. Um, I actually had a huge part in our like uh, admitted student day that we did online, not virtually. I am so sick of the word virtual at this <laughs> point. Okay. It is, it is online or it is what it is. So <laughs> It's not virtual visit day. It's it's your visit ish day. Your it's online your, visit day. You know your, your AR, live day. Your on your digital day. Your digital mm, day. Virtual reality. It's <laughs> like Sims. <laughs> there are schools that are doing that. Sims. Yeah. Not the Sims necessarily. What was it? There's a. Um, I've seen Animal do, Crossing. Well, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Animal Crossing is like the I've big thing Animal all Crossing. the kids are doing now, right? Yeah. I'm amazed no one's done Fortnite, but I know a lot of things have happened. I saw Fortnite. Minecraft. I've seen a Minecraft graduation. Yeah. So that you know, make it happen. We have the technology. Yeah. So Jackie, has uh, everything going on with the economy changed demand for your 
programs up or down. I could see it maybe going either way. Yeah, it's like so funny because, you know, you have a lot of um, deans at different business schools across the country speaking out about how this is actually like the best kind of a time to come to business school. like whether or not, it, I mean, bottom line, it's a little bit of a safe haven, especially for those that have been unemployed uh, because of this, um, or just like this is the turning point where, you know, you need to just turn around your career and and do something to make you uh, kind of more attractive as a candidate going forward. Um, a lot of students are requesting more like data and information about the students that were enrolled in I guess like 2008 like right because during that recession was basically the same deal um and you know at the end of the day like the economy bounced back so it was that's kind of that's not the message that we're preaching like we're not sending emails out saying like hey look at the economy tanking here's a great time to like invest in your career but that's definitely kind of an underlying message that we're trying to reiterate um because the professionals are doing it too so um our online program has seen um not i wouldn't say like skyrocketing demand but demand um and really surprisingly our our professional programs for those with more than two or five years of work experience. Those are like an evening program or like a weekend program. Those have like really held steady or, or grown over the from compared to last year. So um, it's crazy. I mean, some of these students are committing now to a professional program that they'll be doing while they're working and it starts in October. Mm-hmm. And I mean, not that I'm going to knock the program at all. I don't know if I would be willing to make that commitment, but like just on a logistical scale, but um, it's pretty incredible to see yeah. students still wanting to come back. So yeah, no, I mean, I I graduated from undergrad in 2008, and I remember that message coming through loud and clear back then of like, hey, now is a great time to think about grad school or law mm-hmm. school or or what have you. So I was wondering if that would be the case yeah. this time. Yeah, yeah, we kind of um, started a new initiative for our full time MBA program, kind of to that effect for recent grads, aka like this past year or current, well, I guess they've graduated now, but, you know, class of 2020, um, allow basically waiving the two years of work experience requirement to allow them to earn their MBA and be, you know, very viable, um, and qualified, you know, right out of school. So, um, and that's been like incredible, the amount of demand for that. I, I was very surprised because I think a lot of these students, you know, if it wasn't really in the cards in the beginning for them, they probably to commit to go back to school is a lot. So yeah. it was, it was really surprising to me. So, I mean, we're not like sitting pretty over at Keenan Flagler for sure, but it's been a pleasant surprise, I think would be the the way to say. Yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. So. I think that's, I think that's something that a lot of schools hopefully are seeing. Of course, I think the biggest worry right now for so many schools is, you know, we have our deposits. The deposits maybe don't look as bad as we thought we were, but can we count on them, you know, at Mm -hmm. this point? You know, because um, the question is, can can people pay to come to college when, you know, maybe they lost their job or maybe their parents lost their jobs, you know, and, you know, they're taking care of, you know, family or, or dealing with, I mean, who knows what, um, I mean, there's just a lot of uncertainty right now. And, you know, I see it with colleagues online, especially with how they're reacting to budgets and hiring freezes and all of those kinds of things. I mean, 
we're in a we're in a scary time right now, um, and and that's kind of something that I I try to I mean mentally at least for me um, I just try to push back into the back of my head so I so I don't think about it because it's kind of depressing to think about um, and I know that we are incredibly lucky because we all get to work from home for the most part and we're all able to continue doing what we're doing and not feel the financial impact that other people are feeling. But at the same time, you know, I mean, it could be us next. Who knows? I mean, in 2008, a lot of schools took a lot of hard hits and a lot Mm -hmm. of schools closed, um, especially smaller ones. And, you know, it's just kind of, it's just, it's just, it, well, yeah, it, it does it. And well, and I mean, that's not even, you know, think, taking into account, like, is campus going to be safe for students to come back mm-hmm. to? Are students and families going to feel like campus is safe? Is it going to be know? safe for us? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, we have uh, to come back first. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then, you know, there's also some, at least talk here about, well, what if the university opens, but the local schools are closed in the fall? And so that's going to create a lot of weird situations and and um, hardships for, for families that are trying to make it work with homeschooling and all that. Um, so yeah, yeah just, Simon, just a lot of like uncertainty for sure. Simon starts first grade um, in August um, at the school, at the elementary school next to Belmont. Um, wow. we, at least we hope so. He's like fourth on the waiting list to get in, um, which we were 22nd last year and they called us like a week after school started and said, Oh, okay. His spot's open. <laughs> and we were like, uh, we had to find a school for him. <laughs> so, um, so there's that, but, um, so we're pretty confident that he's going to get in, but at the same time, is the school even going to be open? Um, and it's just a little, it's just a little scary. Um, however, traffic to work is really awesome right now. I, <laughs> yeah. okay. I have, um, I, I, Beaumont is bringing folks back in phases and mm-hmm. I'm part of phase one just because there's parts of my job, namely the filming of things mm-hmm. uh, that require me to be on campus on occasion. Um, of course, lots of social distancing. I have to wear a mask everywhere. Um, I have a cool one, Jackie. You would love it. It's got neon cats on it. Um, wow. Yeah, it actually is kind of embarrassing to wear. But um, I thought it would you be cool love when it. I got it. Like you're pretending I thought it would like, be cool oh, when I, got I, it. Uh, I don't know. I'm not. Uh, you love it. Well, the beauty of it is it has a black. Um, you can flip it back and forth and the other side's black. So I can just go with black if I want oh, to. Oh, it's like. Um, Business in the front, party in the back, kind of. That's right. As long as you wash it between uses, you can, (laughs) you can, you can use either side. I would have thought party mask. (laughs) But anyway, um, it's one of those things where, I don't know. I I've kind of gotten used to working at home. I I have this beautiful setup um, that I already had for the podcast, honestly. But I I you know I got this uh, new office chair, um, which is. Very comfortable. Um, I'm, that's probably the best investment that I made before coming into uh, into work from home. Um, and a new computer, um, which looks almost exactly like my old computer, but is way faster. <laughs> nice. um, so, uh, yeah. Um, 
I'm super excited. Um, I can actually play video games again, which is another thing, weirdly. Everyone's like, I'm bin- what shows are you binging? And I'm like, um, Animal Crossing is a game. <laughs> and um, City Skylines is a game. And Persona 5 Royal is a game. I haven't watched any TV, really. Have you? So you just have to do, like, the checklist. Have you watched Tiger King? No. Have you watched Love is Blind? No, but it looks interesting. Have you watched Too Hot to Handle? That one looked even more interesting. Okay, but no. I think I'm going to stop there. Just catch up on I those. I watched one episode of Space Force. Okay. Oh, how was it? I need to see that, yes. Yeah, me It was too. great. That's not the same genre. I just want to defend that show. I've not seen it, but I do want to say it is not in the same category as Tiger <laughs> right, King, right, <laughs> Too Hot to Handle, right. and Love is Blind. Just so you all know. You also know, Jackie, that I really hate reality TV. Wait, um, this is a time of change. Like, the world, <laughs> everyone's in a new, uh, to quote everybody, also everyone that was playing the drinking game, Logan said uncertain times, so drink. Mm-hmm. To quote all the emails I'm getting lately, we are in a new normal. So maybe part of your new normal, Logan, is to like reality television. But there's so much Animal Crossing to play. <laughs> I mean, I hear you, but... Well, that's one thing Jackie and I have been able to at least bond once over is uh, we have we have played Animal Crossing together, which is awesome. Uh, Jackie got a Switch. I am so proud of her. Oh, I've wow. Had, I've had other games. Like, it's this is not my first foray into the, the gaming world. Yeah. Wait, so has anybody tried to, like, mash up Animal Crossing and Tiger King? Is there, like... Carol Baskin in Animal Crossing. People dress like them. Absolutely. I mean, I recently in the game just bought a long, it's like a long t-shirt that goes, it's like a t-shirt dress that goes to my knees (laughs) and it has a tiger on it. And so I call that my Tiger King outfit and I wear like cool (laughs) aviator glasses and I feel like I need to get the, the mullet thing Mm -hmm. um, or maybe get my arm bit off by a tiger. I don't know. One of the two in the game, but um yeah, spoiler but, alert. Sorry, everybody. Oh, spoiler. Yeah. I mean, at this point, come on. Yeah. Come on. And that's not even, like, the craziest twist. So, really, yeah. I didn't spoil anything like, yeah. for you. What has been your binge of choice, Jenna? Are you also reality? It sounds like you're reality TV a la Tiger King. Uh, yeah, so we did watch Tiger King. Um, we caught up on Better Call Saul, which is a very good show. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. What else have we watched? I'm, of course, like, blanking on it all right now. Me too. Um, like you're... I know. Yeah, I'm sure there's there's others. We're, we're, wa- we're just going back through stuff that we've been, like, meaning to watch for a while. And we're, we're, we are watching Billions right now on Showtime, which has gotten progressively worse every season. But we're, like, <laughs> committed now. we got to finish it out. Um, I need to finish Westworld. I heard That's really good things about Billions. Mm. yeah the first like two or three seasons were good and now it's like they kind of lost the thread a little bit and uh the the dialogue just gets ridiculous to the point of like okay nobody would make this many pop culture references just in everyday conversation (laughs) wouldn't just like drop them in like these characters do not how that works yeah Uh, has have they like yachted over the shark now or something I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And well, I think, I don't know. So Succession came online as well. Have you guys watched that? Um, it looks intriguing. 
Yeah, that's very good. Um, but it's kind of the same thing, like a show about rich people in New York. So I feel like they have to do something else to like set themselves apart. But see, I just found out mm-hmm. I got HBO Max the other day when my mm-hmm. HBO Now turned into HBO Max, and um, yeah, I, I went through that, and it is like the weirdest. Like with Disney. Like, you kind of know what you're getting. You know, you're getting Marvel, you're getting Star Wars, you're getting Disney, you're getting Disney Channel. (laughs) And the only, like, weird thing in there is, like, National Geographic Channel. Um, But with HBO Max, you're you're like, okay, it's HBO. And then it's Turner Classic Movies. Oh. And um, Cartoon Network selects. And Crunchyroll selects, which Crunchyroll is, like, anime and, like... Of course, I'm a big anime fan, but I actually have real Crunchyroll. And then I look at this Crunchyroll, and I'm like, it's sad. And then um, they have, like, 12 shows. 12 shows, and actual Crunchyroll has, like, 300. So it's like, there's a difference. Um, And keep in mind, each of those 300 shows has 12 to 52 episodes per season. um, That's very stressful. Of the 300 shows that they have. that's a lot. That's a lot. It's kind of epic. Um, and then, you know, what was another thing that it had? It had, um, it has like some stuff from, it has Adult Swim, but only some stuff from Adult Swim, like, um, Robot Chicken and Rick and Morty and Boondocks and like two other shows and that's it. So are you like pro HBO Max or anti HBO Max? I don't understand the point of it. Got it. Because all of these things, it's only pieces of it. So you can get the like Cartoon Network Adult Swim streaming network and get all of it. Or you can get and you can get Crunchyroll and get all of it. But you get these like little it's like they're trying to get you to sign up for the other other mm-hmm. things that they have. Plus Warner Media is just like the weirdest because it's AT&T. Like it's it's mm-hmm. so weird. It's like AT&T wanted to make a streaming service but they don't have anything recognizable enough. So they used HBO. Um, and then they were like, oh yeah, let's take all the other stuff we have and throw it in there. You know, um, like See Big Bang Theory. See what's around. Yeah. And it's like, oh, what Big I... Bang Theory is great. Yeah, but it should be on the CBS app. Like you would expect it to be on CBS All Access, but it's not because HBO bought it. And they also own Harry Potter, which is great, except they don't have all the movies. There's like a movie missing. Oh, and it's it like, like one in the, the middle? middle. Yeah, oh. it's like one in the middle. The worst. I'm pretty yeah. sure it's Order of the Phoenix um, because Half-Blood Prince was in there. And yeah. And they also have Lord of the Rings, too, which is cool. But like, it's just they don't but they don't have all of them. And, you know, at least with Star Wars, you know, they were like, well, we have um you know, we have the first, like, seven. And then the eighth one came in, like, a month later. And then the ninth one came in, like, right after it released. Um, so at least they kept them in order and they didn't, like, have one in the middle missing, you know? Um, right. So it's just weird. And it's it's just a weird thing. And no one knew that it was coming out. <laughs> yeah. It's always funny to hear John Oliver talk about AT&T on his show he calls them business daddy and he'll yes. like poke fun at them sometimes that's really great yeah um and of course there's the always the joke about the wireless 
Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> but he's which not has alone. become super important these days, right? And these like everybody on Zoom, like you know, we have to you know plan out like okay, who's going to be on Zoom when to make sure like our internet doesn't go out. And Absolutely. All that. Andrew and I have had to coordinate like who has a call and because mm-hmm. we're always in where we end up in the same room and it's like, okay, who gets the room basically? Yeah. And it's exactly. awful. And luckily he doesn't do a lot of video calls. Like they do just phone conference calls. So he's like, I can just walk outside of my phone, mm-hmm. but it's like awful. <laughs> do not like it. I, I did find speaking of outside that um, I can take zoom calls from my front porch, which is super nice now that the nice. weather is getting nice. Yes. I'd highly recommend it. That's outdoor good. zoom. I reworked my wireless network so that it's better. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're, we're actually using video right now. I did not even, I just thought about this. We never did video when we were recording before and now we're all just so used to it. We just do it. And, <laughs> and actually I, I, I missed it. It's actually working pretty well right now. So <laughs> um, now that you said it, now that I've said it, but sorry um, listeners for all the audio problems that Logan has just caused by jinxing it. <laughs> But yeah, I go outside and what's so funny is when I go outside and I'm in a meeting, everybody's like, wow, you're outside. That's so amazing. And I'm like, yeah, we have this technology. It's called Wi-Fi. <laughs> it is so awesome. It lets you go anywhere in the house if you put your Wi-Fi router in the right place. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I moved the router upstairs and in a nice big open spot and I kind of put it, I've, I've elevated it. So now... I can have actually relatively good internet outside on the back porch, or on the front porch, um, down in the in the living room. Um, so I can move around. Though, what's weird is I can move around, but I don't. I stay at my desk. I don't. I think there's like a piece of me that like still needs to like cordon off work so that it is separate from everything else. Mm, that's absolutely what I do. Absolutely, I can't work anywhere other than the office. There, there is no, no success anywhere else. Andrew can work on the couch. Super effective. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I cannot. I just sleep or watch TV on the couch. So, <laughs> Yeah, rough. I'm actually amazed at how... I used to think that working from home, I would be so distracted by everything. But I actually zone in a little too much and forget to eat lunch and... And actually work till like six or seven. And I'm like, mm. oh crap, it's not... It, it is definitely past four thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, that is uh, that is the thing that I struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, that and drinking way too much coffee. Yes, I struggle with drinking way too much alcohol. That's been my problem because <laughs> it's right yeah. there, like it's right there, and Cocktail I I should go back. Yeah. Right, I should edit myself to say, "Boss, no, not during the day." Like mm-hmm. after work is done. Like alcohol is just, it's right there. And like Andrew and I are like, oh, we should just pick up some beer at the, at the grocery store. It's an essential trip. So, you know, may as well. It's got to support your local places too. We are. We do have some places that are doing delivery. They do like curbside cocktail pickups. So that's, you know, we're supporting. But just Mm -hmm. to be super clear, you're definitely not doing it during work. I am not drinking alcohol during work hours. Yes. Um, just wanted to make that clear to everybody because I knew you would never do that. No, I don't. You you said that like, like 
I know you never do that. Wink, wink. Like, no, really, guys. Like, <laughs> listeners, like I did not wink once. I did not wink once. I can attest to that. No winking. <laughs> no winking going on here. On yes, thank goodness for video. That's what's. Uh... Um, but it's it's, well, and the other thing I struggle with is all the damn cats. Um, that's that's not that's a you problem, Logan. <laughs> well, we're we're down to four. Um, Def- Say it like that. Wait, down to four from what? Sad. I don't know the cat history. Oh, it's actually kind of sad. sad. Um, just, we had they've gone, seven. They've moved, on. they've moved on from this earth, and it's okay. Yes, three have moved on, and now I have Stuart and Sam and Kaylee and Jet. And Jet is always begging for food. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam is always begging for pets. Um, Stuart is always bringing in his cute little Easter bunny. Um, and presenting it to me as a, um, as a prize for petting him earlier in the day or giving him a treat (laughs) earlier in the day. Um, and then Kaylee, Kaylee just lays on Marin all day. So that she's not so much of a problem for me. Um, but she gets between Marin and her computer, um, and just stays there. Yep. See, I'd be fine with that. Casey like can't sit still. So I have set up a Casey proof desk. So she cannot get in my way, and it's great. And then after work hours, I go to the couch, then I get my alcoholic beverage, and then she hangs out with me. It's very nice. We've I'm been okay. I say that Stuart is probably bigger than Casey at this point. Whoa. That's very large. Well, I think that's enough for this week. Um, and on that note, I will say there is going to be a slight change to how we do the show. The show um, will have new episodes every two weeks we're going back to a bi-weekly schedule um on those off weeks hopefully we'll have um some older episodes of the show um we have 180 episodes to go through there so there's plenty there um so uh you know be prepared to listen to some uh some of our uh, uh classic shows i guess um some with jackie some with john some with just me um who knows we'll see Jackie, thanks for joining us today. It was so great to catch up with you. I'm glad I could come, and I'm excited, Jenna, that you're joining the Higher Ed Social family. Yeah, so excited to have you. Um, (laughs) Listeners, head down to highered.social and get links to the stuff we talked about today, and subscribe to the show anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like the show, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps people find us, lets us know if you want to be on the show. Um, And I blanked. And here we go. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at HES Podcast. Send us a tweet. We love talking to you. And don't forget to let us know if you want to be on the show. Higher Ed Social was created by Jackie Vetrano and me, Logan Bishop, and is part of the Connect EDU Network, the first podcast network for higher education. Visit the website connectedu.network and subscribe to some awesome shows no matter where you work on campus. Thanks, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye.